We do not have to be victims of our experiences or in the way we tell our stories. But interestingly enough, stories are the only way out, and it is us who create those stories. We hold the power to change our stories and what they represent. I invite all of you to consider whether it would serve you well to create a new story and a new path. And to please remember, the things that held you down will one day hold you up. Sammy Rangel, The Power of Forgiveness As a young therapist, I struggled, as many did, with how to think about what it was I was supposed to be doing for my clients. I happily realized that the mere fact that someone had actually been motivated enough to seek out help had already headed them in a positive direction. It also became obvious that those who were in 12-step programs were also significantly ahead of the game. They were oftentimes truly engaged in an active process of self-discovery. Still, what is health? What is it that we're really going for? Ultimately, I think there are a few things that I can give clients. One is an emotional language that begins with the ability to expand their inner container enough to actually feel their emotions, without trying to shut them down or numb them out, so that they can then translate them into words, think about them, and share them. Then there is the relational piece. Clients need to learn how to listen to someone else doing the same thing, to empathize, to put themselves in another person's shoes and imagine how life might look to them. Another thing that clients often look for help in facing and working through is what Carl Jung would call their shadow sides. They long to make conscious those parts of themselves they have consigned to a sort of emotional and psychological darkness. They have an awareness that in dealing with these parts of themselves, they might grow rather than shrink from adverse experiences. Therapists who work with trauma sometimes think that it's about some grand insight, or finally understanding just why we came to think or feel this way or that. But truthfully, what I have found to be more important, and in fact difficult, is being able to sit with another person's raw humanness, to tolerate standing next to them when they're actually feeling those emotions that they want to jump out of, those feelings that they have run from, shut down, or drugged out. Those that terrified them once, and they fear re-experiencing. It's that very moment that they can't stand, that they couldn't stand, that they thought they'd never be able to stand, where healing from trauma often lies. I refer to this as entering the trauma vortex, when the client is in the midst of reliving the emotions, body sensations, and sensorial images that trauma has dispatched or relegated to a quivering sort of frozenness within them. It is a moment that can be very hard to sit with for both therapist and group members. It is also a moment that can easily be missed, railroaded into easy solutions, or somehow deflected.